Well, before we dive into Desperado, I just want to say that we are brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash CheapSeatReviews. They have over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, your Android, your Kindle, or any other type of uh, listening device that you so choose to digest your audio books. Thank you very much. I'm just glad to be alive right now. I was up a few towns away. You know Saragossa? I was visiting a bar there. Not unlike this one. They serve beer. Not quite as good as this, but close. And I saw something you wouldn't believe. Thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Review, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. This is episode 34, and today we are talking about Desperado. Desperado. Okay, there it is. I was waiting. Why don't you come to your senses? Okay, that's more than we wanted. Stop singing that damn song. (laughs) Oh, oh. Um, <laughs> I am Sean Allred, you, and joining me tonight is... <laughs> I'll allow it. Nice. Uh, I am Sean, and joining me tonight is Chad, who brought a knife to a gunfight, Evans. Hey, it worked for a little while. <laughs> yeah, for just a little bit, until you <laughs> attack right? a bulletproof car. Cornelius, this beer tastes like piss, Logan. Because it is piss. Yep. And Sam performs surgery from a book, Vector. Hey, why not? Bueno noches, te rojo amante del burro de pelo. Wait, are you Lopez from Red versus Blue? <laughs> I don't know what's happening right now, but that was, uh, that was interesting. So pull up a, a big comfy chair and let's dive into this this movie. Pull up a big ass uh, Jeep <laughs> to get six miles to the gallon. Right, that. Uh, uh, that had a, like a, a gun rack in the back and and all that stuff. Yes, let's do that. So let's, uh, so yeah. So this was Desperado, nineteen ninety five's Desperado. Um, it was kind of funny. I was looking back at our our kind of our filmography, and we've been doing a lot of uh, these kind of nineties action flicks. And I didn't really mean for that to happen. They just they're kind of fun for what we do because they they all kind of suck now. Like they don't really hold up very well, uh, mm-hmm. and that's what makes I think watching them and reviewing them a lot more fun, but I think we should, maybe the next couple of movies, we'll kind of dive into some better films, but, or, or branch out of the nineties, maybe. Yeah. We should get out of the nineties. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to like uh, stereotype us and just be in these nineties, uh, thing. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. It's a sound desperado. No. Okay. Continue. <laughs> I, I appreciate the, the effort though. Um, so good job. So it's Despero- full of holes. So Despero- full of holes. Yeah, a lot of them. Jeez. Um, over, over 9,000, I'm sure. Um, so, yeah, Desperado. So, uh, Catherine had words to say about what is this movie, Desperado, 1995's uh, Desperado. Seeking revenge for the killing of his girlfriend, minstrel El Mariachi goes in search of the seedy drug lord responsible, and a showdown ensues. That's right. So, this is <laughs> dun, 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 dun. showdown. So this is the sequel to the uh, El Mariachi, the um, 
And I, I'm, I'm intentionally going to say El Mariachi as southern and, and as ridiculous as possible. I don't know why. Mariachi. El Mariachi. So um, it was the sequel to the Robert Rodriguez uh, film. This one was, mm-hmm. Desperado. And it was supposed to be called like La Pistola or something like that. But then he realized that Americans are kind of dumb and we wouldn't get what that means. So he changed it to Desperado. Um, uh, so yeah. So Chad, have you ever seen this, this, this thing before? What do you, what, what initial impressions go? You know, I had never seen this one before and I actually really, I kind of liked it as far <laughs> as, you know, as, as far as from an enjoyable aspect of, you know, not really thinking too much about, you know, yeah. how the rocket launcher got stuffed into a guitar case. <laughs> guitar case. Um, but you know, <laughs> Uh, for the most part, you know, I really, I really, I found it humorous. Yeah, I found it more humorous than like gory or not really gory. I mean, there was a lot of blood, but uh, I found it more humorous than anything else. Okay, uh, corny. Uh, this is probably the fourth or fifth time I've seen this movie, um, and uh, the last time I saw it might have been I don't know, it might have been ten years ago. But either way, um, it still makes me feel the same way as it did then. Uh, I, I like about 75% of this movie, and then there's 25% that I really wish I'd just throw away. What? But uh, <laughs> no, ultimately, I, I like the movie. <laughs> I want to I go there in a minute, so we'll, we'll go there in a minute. I'm, I'm curious what your 25% that you don't like is. Uh, and Sam? Yeah, you guys know that I already like the uh, – the Tarantino type of films mm-hmm. and, and Robert Rodriguez is a very close friend. If I, if I remember yeah, right. Yeah, they're buddies. And you can tell, you can tell they, they've oh, yeah. got a, uh, uh, the, the, the writing is, is spot on. You know, when you hear the story in the bar, it's pretty darn captivating. And, uh, I, I goodness, last time I saw this film, probably several, several years ago, but I still enjoy it. Again, it's like Chad said, you have to turn your brain off at the door. Um, there are certain parts of this movie that are pretty dumb and uh, pretty silly even. But uh, it's a fun little romp. Um, you know, it almost makes you want to be one of those little tourists in this this run-down Mexican <laughs> no, town. No, no, not really. I hope not no. because they get shot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> straight bullets. Yeah, jeez. So I, I like it. It's It's a fun little film. Uh, yeah, uh, my sentiments are the same. I don't know when the last time I saw it was, it's been many, many years since I've seen it. I, again, this is one of those weird movies that has a kind of a strange place in my heart that I used to watch all the time. Um, I think it's fine. I think it still holds up for what it's supposed to be, (laughs) which is just kind of dumb action. I don't put it in the same category as like hobo with a shotgun ridiculous, but it's pretty darn close. Like you can tell that the guy that directed that and, and this guy are pals. Um, but this just goes back to when we did Pulp Fiction. I, for the longest time, thought that Tarantino directed this movie. Um, yeah. And so I was like, yeah, I like Tarantino films. And then then I realized that this is a Rodriguez film, and I was like, oh, I like Rodriguez films. Yay! And I actually <laughs> do. I actually like Rodriguez films way more than I like Tarantino films. Um, I think the exception yeah. is Django Unchained. I think that's actually probably my favorite Tarantino film. That yeah, that is mine now, too. I loved Django Unchained. Um uh, anyway, if it wasn't like 12 hours long, I'd go watch it tonight. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so this movie, um, uh, 
I, I want to talk about the cast a little bit, as as we kind of do at the beginning. It's a it's a Rodriguez film, and he has done so many fine fine uh, works. Um, and but he, but they're always like he, he again. He's like, um, Carantino. They're they're all violent. And, Very. And that's that's awesome to me. You know, he's done <laughs> stuff now. Okay, I shouldn't say all of them. Most of them are. He did, you know, El Mariachi was his, his kind of his first thing, and then he does Desperado, and then he does a segment of the Four Rooms, and then Dust Till Dawn, which is great. Uh, and this movie and Desperado and Dust Till Dawn have a, a prop connection. How about that? Uh, the Faculty, which one? Huh? That, that one where the the teachers are all aliens, and the and, and uh, Elijah <laughs> Wood has to kill everybody. Yeah, and then he does Spy Kids. And you're like, wait a minute. What? Yeah. <laughs> wait a minute. He does Spy Kids, then Spy Kids 2, and then Spy Kids 3D, Game Over. And then Spy Kids Game Over, man. Yeah. Game Over. Spy Game Over, harder. man. There's, there's <laughs> your uh, Aliens reference for the day. Um, Once Upon a Time in Mexico, which was the sequel to this film, which is a far, far insignificantly bad film to this. I didn't say that right. This film, Desperado, is far superior to Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Yeah. There's a better yeah, way I should have said that. If you've not seen it, don't worry about it. If you if you want to see it, go for it. But if you it's got Johnny Depp in it and somehow Denny Trejo is still alive in it. Um <laughs> and, and uh, Danny Trejo died I don't know fifty years ago. Yeah. Uh, death will not come for him. Oh gosh. Have you noticed the fact that when you when you watched this film you looked at him and went, oh he looks the same now. <laughs> I know, right? He, the dude he had shorter hair. This is the only difference. Yeah, like in in ninety five, he was already he was still fifty, and he still looks fifty. Yeah, you know, he's like seventy two right now, and he still looks fifty. I want to talk about him in a second, but so once upon a time, uh, and then he does a bunch of little shorts, and then all of a sudden he comes out with Sin City, and then the Planet Terror, Grindhouse stuff like that, and then. Apparently, he just somebody must have, have pictures of him or something because then he does spy kids all the time in the world 4D. <laughs> um, I really think that um, somebody just have like you know naked photos of him or something. And then Machete Kills, Dust Till Dawn, the TV show, and then the new Sin City film. And then he's doing a couple other little things. So I like his work except the, the Sin City stuff. I've seen pretty much everything else, his other movies, and I like that. Um, all right, so you want to talk about Danny Trejo for just a second? Do sure. me a favor, everyone, right now. This is a group group class thing. All go right, to class IM, thing. Go to IMDb. Uh huh. All right, and then you, and then find Danny Trejo. Okay. How do you spell his last name? T R E J O. Trejo. 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 T R E J. Now, before you look at his full actor credits, uh huh. Other podcasts that I've listened to have mentioned him and other things that I've read and stuff that I've seen. He is the nicest guy ever. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that too. He's such a nice dude that basically it's just like, hey, Danny, are you doing anything for the next two weeks? Can you come be in my film? He's like, yeah, sure. You fly me out and I'll I'll be in your film. So with that being said, just take a look at 2014 on on his list. He has done in just this year. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, Holy twenty-one, twenty-two, God. twenty-three, twenty-four, twenty-five, twenty-six, twenty-seven, Fuck twenty-eight, God. twenty-nine, thirty-one, thirty, thirty-one movies and or 
um, appearances on TV. Is he oh. is he trying to break a record here? It's ridiculous. I mean, he's in stuff like yeah. He's well, look in, at 2013. But actually, 2013 was a very light year for him. <laughs> right. He only did like 15 films. But wow, no wonder he's everywhere. It he, seems. Oh, 2010. 20, go to 2010. <laughs> he, but he's done 287 acting credits. <laughs> like now, he's obviously he's he's an old dude. He was born in 44. So he's he's yeah he's an old dude. But when you think of like. Actors like Christopher Lee, who's only done like 190 credits. And then you look at Danny <laughs> Trejo, who's done 287, you know? I mean, like, he's doing stuff like Badass 3 and No Way Out and Cyborg X and What Would Trejo Do? <laughs> oh, I love that film. Welcome. It's not out yet. Welcome to Purgatory. Um, Mohawk Salon, a psycho thriller. He's he's rumored as Indian chief. Rumored, I like that. Vol what? Volcano zombies. He's known <laughs> as Nightwolf. I mean, but then he does stuff like. I thought he was on Breaking Brad, Breaking Bad, Neutralizer in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the TV series, and uh, by the way, he's a uh, seventy. Uh, and uh, yeah, damn. Yeah, exactly. He still looks freaking. I mean, I would probably run away from him if I didn't know who he was. Like, you know, if like I saw that guy walking up the street, I'd probably run and cry. But huh. then, then I realized, oh, it's Danny Trejo, and like he'd give me his autograph or something. You know, it's like just kind of. So anyway, I just, I just, I, every time he's in something, I'm like, oh, it's Danny Trejo. That's great. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's murdered people. That's Danny Trejo. All oh, that. Just Danny Trejo in it up. Yep. And it's funny because in, in Once Upon a Time in Mexico, he's the same dude. He's the guy that kills people with knives. And and Johnny Depp has this horrible one line, but it's the only one line from the movie that I remember, is when he goes up to him and he's telling him to do a thing, and he's like, I don't want to do that. And he says, what are you, a Mexican or a Mexicant? <laughs> By the way, that is the fourth time I've heard that since Monday. Weird. Wow. <laughs> That's really strange. Um, anyway, that's just not something that a normal person should say. Anyway. Uh-uh. Uh, you have, uh, you have no. a lot of racist friends, Corny. That's all I have to say. Um, no, they were all quoting that movie, actually. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Well, did you mention that you were watching this movie on, for the podcast or something? Two of the times I mentioned that we were going to watch Esperado. Mm -hmm. One of the times I walked in and... I was like, or whatever the, the question was, I was like, I don't know if I can do that. He goes, well, are you a Mexican or are you Mexican? And I was like, why would you use that? He goes, oh, man, because I was doing uh, a watching or, um, Once Upon a Time Mexico the other day, and I was like, holy cow. It's <laughs> so random. You should have <laughs> gotten, like, all, like, racist, like, offensive. Like, dude, you know, like, I had, my dad's my, my, Mexican. Yeah, what do my, you mean? My, my uncle is half Mexican or something and just, like, started getting really upset. It would have been great. And then he like would have freaked out, and then like I'm just teasing, and then you punched him in the face anyway. That's 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 what should have happened. Anyway, sounds good to me. That sounds good to me. Um, so I played that intro by Steve Buscemi, who did you? He got like third billing in this movie, and he's only in it for like five minutes. And then Danny Trejo got like fourth billing, and he's only in it for like two minutes. I just thought it was funny that, uh, and and Tarantino is the same thing. Tarantino got like sixth billing, and he's in it for like. Three minutes, dude. Um, he got blasted in the face. Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, he did. Oh my <laughs> gosh, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. He he took he took a three fifty seven Magnum to the face, <laughs> and uh, 
I, I so guess that, should, least, that, that should have been three Chad's, times, that you should know, have been Chad's intro, I guess, I should, but uh, his middle name. But um, <laughs> and it was just funny because those people, man, they really were just shoot first, ask questions later. I mean, oh, yeah. just, no well, one you got to be. This no one in this movie stopped yeah. to say, "Hey, who who are you? What's your name?" Like that everyone was that just wasn't this, the rules. This, this city the rules was like were, the... the rules were. Well, do you well, see if on, you see on, somebody wait, you wait. don't know? Chad, shoot on. them. You mean the rules were? You drive around town. You see someone you don't know. You shoot them. How hard is that, huh? Is that was that the rule? <laughs> no, that wasn't the rule. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Rule. This, the rule this had city more, was, uh, was a stuff. lot like uh, the Mexican <laughs> Detroit. <laughs> wow, this just got that was great, Sam. Oh my god, Mexican Detroit. Yeah. I like that. Oh, name of the oh, 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 wait, wait. So we're talking about Mexican Detroit. Can we do a uh, Mexican Robocop? <laughs> Mexican Robocop. Is that what El Mary is that what he is? Is he the Mexican Robocop? He's the Mexican Robocop because he never had to reload. I mean, he reloaded his his silver guns, but that squirrel gun, he never reloaded. You guys notice that? Uh, anyway, I did. That does that double barreled smaller kind of thing. No, he, he reloaded he reloaded it. He lo- he reloaded it at the beginning of the movie during the intro. You saw him reload it, but like he there's a scene I actually co- copied uh, captured the audio. He fires it four times in a row. And I'm like, oh, that's a double barrel shotgun. But that's okay. Ash never had to reload and Evil Dead, so I'm okay with that. I don't um, know. I kind of imagine the Mexican Robocop is, you know, having like a a big key that you have to keep continually cranking at the back, you know, sticking out of the back. <laughs> Yo soy el Robocop Mexicano. Okay. <laughs> Are you done there? What? Thank you, Gravelfish. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Well, well, well done, Chad. <laughs> I've, I've given up. Um, so, the, so the movie, so the, basically the, pro, the concept of the movie is, is that for whatever reason, Antonio Banderas' girlfriend is killed by... Uh, no, 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 no. Antonio Banderas. Antonio Banderas. Uh, Puss in Boots' is character is, well, a girlfriend is killed, and we don't know why. Um, we just know she's that, a cat, and cats are evil. And we, so we just know that she was. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. Uh, if you've been to my house, you know that's true. Um, and so, and then the bad guys let him go and only shoot him in that in the guitar playing left hand for some reason, um, and never made sense to me. And I was always confused because. And I've seen this movie dozens of times, and I always thought that that the guy that actually killed his wife, because he's always wearing the guy that in his in the flashback at the beginning of the movie is wearing white, and Bucho is always wearing white. So I thought that that was the same guy, and so that was always so confused that later on when he sees Bucho and he goes, "Oh, it's my brother," I thought, "What? You met him? Like, why yeah. are you confused?" And it wasn't until later this time watching it where he says. Bucho's men were responsible for that. That's why I have to kill him. And I was like, oh. Because I, fr- I thought literally all these years that he just forgot what he looked like or something. I don't know. I was- <laughs> well, all the, uh, all the shooting, you know, I could see that being a problem. Yeah, I guess. I guess <laughs> well, I, it took me till this time to realize the reason they probably didn't kill him was because his brother was in charge. Oh, yeah, maybe. There you go. Look at that. See, I never picked up on that either. I just assumed they didn't do it because they wanted to be mean or something. I don't know. Yeah, they they needed to have a story to tell on film. I guess. I mean, this, if, I'm if, sure this is based on a true story. Oh yeah, well yeah. <laughs> uh, you, you have to have some kind of <laughs> based on true events. In down the, there in Mexican Detroit. Yeah, Mexican Detroit. 
Uh, <laughs> how would you even say Detroit in Mexican? I don't know. <laughs> Hold on. I, I, El Detroit. I think it's just called Detroit. <laughs> Detroit. Sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you, Google Translate. Yeah. It's just Detroit. Yeah. You just say it with an accent. Um, so, yeah. So, Steve Buscemi's in this, and he's great, and he does um, – he says fun things like this. I'm just glad to be alive right now. <laughs> I was up a few towns away. You know Saragossa? I was visiting a bar there. Not unlike this one. They serve beer. Not quite as good as this, but close. And I saw something you wouldn't believe. I just like the way he delivers all of that. I just really do. Yeah. And, um, and for whatever reason, and I don't know why, and this is me being real tacky for a second, but if you've got the money that he has, you you couldn't buy braces. <laughs> like that always maybe that's me. part of it. I guess. Yeah. Maybe he's I, like, you know what? I have an intro like I'm not very attractive, so I'll just be that weird, unattractive guy. Yeah. With the crazy eyes. With the crazy eyes and the jacked up <laughs> teeth, and I'll just be weird guy in every movie I'm in ever. Um but he also said this. World-class turds. So now I have that for forever. <laughs> World-class turds. Yeah. So I know. So, so when we get on to you about being a ginger, you can Just you play, can play that. World-class turds. And then I'll say something like, <laughs> "I am the law." Yeah. There you go. Um. Yes. So so Steve Buscemi said a lot of fun things like that. I I almost wanted to capture the whole story, but I obviously would have taken way way too long and been you know whatever but anyway i i liked what he said he was great he was interesting um and i was sad that spoiler alert he dies in a really kind of shitty way yeah you know he's just like yeah. hey i'm out i don't have the stomach for this anymore and and bandera uh, uh banderas is like yeah i'm out too <laughs> and then knife throwing guy shows up and hits him in the knife in the back like six times with knives like oh my gosh that's i get the point ah uh... Anyway, and you and uh, your razor sharp, sharp wit. Yes, <laughs> Jinx, you owe me a coke. That was better. Thank you. Um. Anyway, so yeah, I also thought I liked the music by Los Lobos, and I thought that was interesting when I saw it in the credits. And then I looked up their IMDb credits, and they've done a whole lot of stuff. So, um, maybe it wasn't as weird as I thought it was. It just seemed strange to me at the time. Um, did you guys notice that? Um, in in uh, in uh. Um, you know, Banderas is a flashback when he was playing guitar where the guy is robbing the bar while he's playing guitar. No one cares that this guy's got a knife to the girl's <laughs> the face, right? And then he smacks him upside the face with his guitar. Corny, you play guitar. Does that, A, uh, not break the guitar? Not even, B, no, it doesn't break the guitar. Does it make There's it no way you continue to play and that happens. Yeah. That is <laughs> Uninterrupted and without going out of tune. <laughs> actually, as a matter of fact, what you would have heard, um, my guitar is nearby. I can actually let you no, hear I, it. I don't or want I can to, I don't actually play it, but I'm not going to. Yeah, but, don't smack somebody um, in the face with your guitar. It would, it would bend the pitch. Uh, you, you would have heard uh, it go up. Uh, see, it would have hit forward, so the pitch would have gone up. <laughs> um, so, I mean, wow. Yeah. It would have gone boom and come back. I mean, that, that's what would have happened. Yeah, El Cabong, basically. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> There's a there's a dated reference for you. How about that? Uh, I just thought that was a funny moment in the movie. I almost wanted to capture it, but there was no audio worth capturing. Just more uh, weird. 
man, the overdubbing and the punching. Do you guys notice that? Like, oh, oh yeah. Uh, so you could, so, yeah. So, so this movie was only on a budget of about, I think it was like thirty million. They used the same sound for every single punch. Everything, all the guns had the same sound, like the same one track. Like, okay, we've got this one three-second clip of a gunshot, and we have to use it over and over and over again. Oh, okay. And did you notice when the bar scene, when Steve Buscemi is telling the, the, the bar story, like him and Cheech, uh, Cheech Marine yeah. burp, it's the same audio clip of the same burp? <laughs> I, I, I noticed that stuff. But that's I was, fantastic. It was like I'm, the, I'm sorry, it's just... I always wish I'd captured it, because it's like the same burp that you, just, you hear it over and over again. Like They do it like three times back and forth. Um, oh, basically, it's the Homer Simpson burp. Basically, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, those those impacts. I mean, everything the the punches, the kicks. I mean, just everything was just. Uh, I actually recorded some of it. Um, this is the storytelling bit. Run for cover or join in. I was frozen stiff. All I could do was watch this <laughs> thing tear the place apart. I mean, it was amazing. Throat scumbags were coming out of the woodwork and dying much-deserved deaths. Now, don't get me wrong. This was no class-act group of guys like you got in here. Not at all. Now, these guys were world-class turds. That's right. The, what were they were again? They were... World-class turds. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> so did, you, I mean, did you hear those punches and stuff? And Did you notice? I didn't notice it when I recorded it and when I watched the movie. But, like, the gun had thunder that it built up to. Did you guys notice that? Like, you would... Boom and then boom. I, it's just I thought that was great. The uh, run for cover or join in. He says I was frozen stiff. Here it comes. All I could do was watch this. <laughs> <laughs> There's like a build up and then he starts punching people. And like I, basically, I, it's just uh, Dragon Ball Z because every punch came. Yeah, I bet you if I'd have told you I captured that from like a kung fu movie, <laughs> you would totally buy it. You'd be like, oh yeah, sure. So anyway, I just thought that stuff made me laugh. Um, I didn't notice. Did you notice the, the douche with the ponytail? He was like the second in command at the bar who walks outside, yeah. at, you know, screams obscenities at a car and then puts on his sunglasses like a douche when he gets inside. <laughs> I don't know. I just, again, funny things I noticed. Um, uh, what was I going to say about this movie? I don't know. Won't you just cut to the chase and talk about Danny Trejo's character? <laughs> okay. Well. <laughs> oh. Ah. Wait, I yeah. really wanted him in the movie more. I did. I, I, I really wanted. I wanted a a, a but, serious battle between uh, El. Yes. And the, well, the reason why there wasn't one is because they couldn't afford him. They only could have. Uh, Tarantino did all of his shots in like two days because they couldn't. Yeah. And and Cheech uh, Marin, uh, you know Cheech Marin. How do you want to pronounce his name? He was only on set for like six days, and Trey was only on set for like six days because they couldn't afford to keep him on. Yeah, you know. Um, so again, low budget film, uh, and and you could. I thought they did a pretty good job of hiding that this was kind of low budget. You know, like again, I was going to say, I really, uh, I was saying before, I was like, I'm really impressed with the low budget, but how well it turned out. Yeah, it's got a good look to it. It it does. It doesn't look crappy. It doesn't look low budget. It doesn't feel low budget. It kind of sounds it with those sound effects. Yeah. Did you guys notice? To me, it, it was. Uh, I was listening. I actually watched this on my iPad this time, and I had my really good headphones in. And the kid did 
did he sound overdubbed to you? A little bit. Like, he didn't sound <laughs> like a little Mexican kid that they recorded outside in the street. He sounded like... So a, how, how would a Mexican kid sound out on the street? Not like Sean. that kid. I don't know. Should I Google that or YouTube that? I don't know. Did, I, 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 I don't think you should. I think he'll be in jail. Yeah, I don't think that's a good fit, man. Yeah, that's, that's a bad idea. <laughs> um, I don't want that show. Uh, Mr. Allard, please come with us. Yeah. I was. It was for the podcast. I'm sure it was, Mr. Allard. Right. And then, and then I record it and I still upload it um, somehow. Uh, yeah, no, you're right. I, just for some reason, that the, the kid, he sounded way overdubbed. I don't know why. Just, I don't know. Anyway, he sounded like he was in a studio somewhere doing his lines. And he probably was, you know. Who knows? I don't know. Yeah. Um, I don't, like, so Corny, so you mentioned this in your intro, and I'm, I'm curious. You said there was about 25% of this movie that you just wish they could throw away. What twenty five percent? You're you're gonna you're gonna laugh at this, but don't say the sex scene. Yeah, really. I, that and then you the, don't want to see Selma Hayek naked because I'm pretty sure. Are you sure that was her? It wasn't a, a no, body it, double. No, no, it was, it was her. It, it was, was very it was her. her. There's actually trivia about that. We'll talk about that. Yeah. Um. It was. I'm sorry. It was just out of place. It really just kind of. Not that the movie was just. I don't, it's very hard to say, and I'm saying really awful words to go with that. But um, the movie just kind of stopped, and then it attempted to pick back up for me, and then it—I don't know—the last chunk of the movie just—I I, I wish they, I, I wish they would have done something different. The only thing I would say about the sex scene, other than the fact that I actually thought it was pretty cool. Um, Except that she sucked his chin. Yeah, there was some weird things. That was really weird. There was some weird things going on. Like, Rodriguez is like, hey, Tarantino, do you mean to have her suck his feet or something? And he was like, no, it's okay. But... Donnie uh, Banderas only kisses chins. Yeah, so so there was some... Yeah, but I thought it was strange is that... So she just meets him, right? So she she meets him, she she cuts the bullet out of his arm. And Mm -hmm. then... He comes back into the place and he's all cut up from the, from knife Mr. Knife Guy. No more Mr. Knife Guy. Oh, that's our episode right there. <laughs> no, no. I stole Cause that. Just did cuz there really is no more Mr. Knife Guy. I know. Um I'm I'm not taking credit for that pun. Um Will Smith <laughs> said that pun in Wild Wild West and Damn it. It's terrible then and I don't want to take credit for it now. <laughs> um Anyway, what was I going to Oh, so he comes back in, right? And then he he and uh and then we have that kind of funny moment where Bucho is in there talking to her, right? And he's yeah. like reloading his gun and he's trying to be real quiet and it's like the loudest reload ever. <laughs> um, and then so then she patches him up and then all of a sudden they're having sex and I was like, well, wait a minute, like that like that escalated so quickly from just I mean, she met him like what? We're talking like two hours ago. Uh, this and, is Antonio Banderas. I know, and, and so uh, and and I my note was actually oh, so the guitar really does pick up chicks. Hmm. So, I'm I'll be taking guitar lessons next week. No. Um, yes. And I just no I I, I kind of see what you're saying, corny, but um, because it was, it just happened out of nowhere, uh, but I, I still kind of, you know, I, I I I I didn't mind seeing her naked, so I'm just just gonna say that. Um, there you go. Um, dumb girls, dumb, dumb girls. And don't be expecting a tip either. 
I don't know why they put those girls in there other than just to to have them heckle them. I, I thought it was annoying, but like why would three girls go into a bar that looked like that and expect anything other than the worst place ever? I, don't I was gonna say I'm pretty sure there's a joke there. It just it just right, seemed... so, so three girls walk into a bar. Huh? Huh? Exactly. And then those white kids show up later. Like I just this doesn't seem like the place that you go spring breaking. It's Mexican Detroit. It's Mexican Detroit, and it's in the middle of the country. Like, there's no, there's no beaches nearby. You go to Cancun or... Oh, there were plenty of beaches, all right. Oh, there you oh, go. Wow. Yes, there it is. I did like the trope of Selma Hayek walking across the street, and she's so hot that she causes accidents, traffic <laughs> accidents. I like that trope, especially because she actually is that hot. At least I think so. At least in this movie. Um, She kept having fevers the entire uh, shoot, right? I mean. uh... (laughs) Uh, Kid sounded dumb over. Yeah. Oh, so after the bloodbath, right, he he kills everybody in the bar. And then you got this guy, like, mopping everything up. And I'm like, yeah, that mop's not doing a whole lot. (laughs) I just thought that was funny. Spreading it around. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, LOL gun uh, gag where the guns were all empty. And he and the accountant dude are, like, trying to kill each other. Uh, yeah. And he finally kills him by breaking his neck. I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, and then he gets uh, all... Of, go ahead. Oh, see, out of curiosity, was that like the first time that gag has ever been used that you can think of? Because um, I want to say, like, I saw that and then that started to be uh, not really a thing per se, but you would have uh, uh, that show up in, in, in movies after this point. Because I can't think of anything else... But that was kind of an iconic scene. Of yeah, the, before. Grab a gun, yeah. it's empty. Grab a gun, it's empty. I can't remember a, another movie. I, I'm trying to roll through my, my movies where that happens. Uh, the Matrix happens, you know? Like, they they, they do, the, they do the, the flight where he and, and Smith are fl- shooting at each other, and then they land on the ground, and they got the guns next to each other. And, they, and click, click. Yeah. Oh, you're empty. So are you. Because I know Kung Fu now. Um that, that was a spot-on imitation. I, I I don't need to see the movie anymore yeah. for that uh, Keanu Reeves imitation there. Whoa. Bravo. I Bravo. Kung Fu. Yeah, it's pretty nice. Bravo. Yeah. <laughs> Can you fly that thing? Anyway. Um, yes. Where was Awesome. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. Thank you. I heard they're making a third one of those. Is that true? Oh, I hope they are. I think they are. <laughs> I, I can't remember. It'll be terrible. Oh, I think it'll, it'll be because ter- the second one wasn't very good. Um, anyway, I'm actually <laughs> curious now. Keon, yeah. Well, I'll have to type is K E, and he's the first one that comes up. Uh, looks no. like somebody looks for Keon on a regular basis. I guess so. No, he's doing Google something doesn't lie. like John Wick, and then Knock Knock, and then The Whole Truth, and then Daughter of God, and then Rain. Speaking of knock knock, okay, this is like just give me three. Who's seconds. there? Oh yeah, okay, you're gonna play along, Chad. Okay, um, knock knock. Who's there? You. No. No, come on, Chad. <laughs> you no. who? You who? You who? Big summer blowout. Okay, sorry. You <laughs> <laughs> who? Anyway, if you've seen Tangled, that's hilarious. Anyway, yeah, it not. Uh, yeah, I probably haven't seen Tangled. Frozen. Oh, Frozen. Sorry, yeah, Frozen. Sorry. <laughs> 
I was looking at pictures of uh, Keanu Reeves' tangled hair or something. I don't know. What? Uh, he had a picture on, on his... Uh, <laughs> what do you do on your own time? <laughs> he has a picture of him in 47 Ronin, Jeez. which is coming on HBO soon. I want to watch that. Because um, I really do want to watch that. And people got You're so mad. Way. It was funny. When that movie came out, people got so mad. Like, oh my gosh, why does Hollywood have to keep putting these white actors in these in these other movies? It's the it's the whitewashing of movies, you know? Because like, people got really mad when they put a white kid as Aang in the Avatar movie. And they put... Um, uh, they put Jake Gyllenhaal in the um, what was that movie? The video game movie, uh, Prince of Persia. Like, yeah. oh, it's the whitewash yeah. of him, you know. Yeah. And then like a bunch of people are like, Forty Seven Ronin is based on a book where Forty Seven Ronin uh, adopt this this guy. He's literally an American. Like that's what the book is about. And they're like, oh, well, well, all the other stuff's true. So anyway, it's kind of funny. The internet's funny. It's a funny place. Twitter is hilarious. Um. Anyway, guns all empty. That's a funny gag. Um, uh, Tarantino says stuff. I, I just made it day. Go on in. Ash, good work, by the way. I just want to say this. Good work. Yeah. It's nice to see that you cross the I's and dot the T's here. That's a, a, it's a cool essay. Cool. <laughs> anyway, I just thought that was funny. <laughs> um, I did like the joke that he told, um, and I've actually told that joke to other people, too. Um you know, the pissing on the bar bit. Oh, it's a funny joke. Again, I didn't want to capture the whole thing because it would have taken forever. But anyway, funny, funny joke. So then he gets, uh, so Banderas gets all beat up, right? And then, again, he gets beat up. Like, I mean, dude, like, he gets shot in the arm. He gets stabbed, like, six times. Does he get shot again? I can't remember. No, he's uh, shot down the first arm. time. He's stabbed. He, no, he's not shot again. Yeah, like, he's in the stabbed. final, like, battle in the street. Though he was the only one of the three that sought cover. What's wrong with you people? I guess I guess their their guitar cases are rocket launchers, machine guns, and have force fields. Um, yes, I mean, yeah, and we know we, we, I have one. You, oh, I you have, have one, one of those cases. That's awesome. But is it for, like for your clarinet? Yeah. So it's probably like the rockets are really small, or or what? Yeah, it's kind of like uh, you know the like the rockets that uh, shoot out of the out of Iron Man's shoulders. Mm, all the tank rockets. Yeah, tank those. missile. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I got. Perfect. I want to see your clarinet case. Um, yeah, she used a lit cigarette in the wound to see, uh, to cauterize it. I'm sure that's real sanitary. She read it in a book. Oh, she read it in a book. So... It was definitely in that book. Oh, okay. So. Why a bookstore, huh? All right, all right. Isn't there a hospital? Trust me. You don't want to go to a hospital here. Yes. Um, don't want to go to a hospital. Is and that's that, in Detroit. Is, is that like the don't drink the water bit? Like you don't want to drink the water, don't go to the hospital, and don't go in the bar where there's a bunch of dead guys on the ground? Is that, is that a, that's a thing in Detroit, Mexican Detroit, Detroit South? <laughs> I don't, okay, sure. Um, what? No, oh, so the so I mentioned the crotch gun, right? So... Um, uh, I didn't mention the crotch gun. I mentioned that there was a connection from this movie to Dawn of the Dead, which other than the Rodriguez bit, um, the bit in the, if you've seen, who all have seen Dawn of the Dead? Uh, I have, but in spurts. Corny? No, actually I'm not. Or Chad? No. Okay. Uh, it's actually pretty fun to watch. Uh, I don't know if we, we can do it for this podcast uh, if you want to, I don't care, but it's a fun movie. 
uh, vampires. He's got George Clooney and Tarantino and what's that guy? Um, he was in Pulp Fiction. He's the guy that comes in and fixes everything. Harvey Keitel. Harvey yeah. Keitel's in it. Um, Selma Hayek's in it, of course. Uh, obviously, Tarantino's in it. Tarantino plays George Clooney's psychopath brother. Um, and it's really interesting. The movie has this, like, go watch it. And the first half of the movie is directed by Tarantino, and you can tell. It's really? weird and dark, and uh, Tarantino is like a legit psychopath. And then all of a sudden, there's this moment in which Rodriguez takes over and everyone becomes vampires. And it's actually really, really awesome. So anyway, there's a character in the movie. Uh, he has that crotch pistol thing. It, that's his... It, it's the it's contraption that's attached to his belt. That's his belt buckle. And that was supposed to be used in the Desperado movie in the, bit where, in the bar where he shoots a guy in the face or something with the crotch pistol, but they couldn't... They... They took it out along with a bunch of other stuff to keep it from being rated NC-17. Mm -hmm. um, but that gun got used later again in Dawn of the Dead, which is just kind of a funny uh, homage. Tom Savini is the one that wears that gun. Anyway, just thought that was kind of a fun little thing for those of you that care about such things. Um, <laughs> loudest re -gun, lo reload, reload gun ever. Um, yes. Oh, I missed a... Darn it. Sorry, I hate when I do this. Whenever I'm whenever I'm loading my sound clips into my iPad, I always uh, I always seem to miss that one freaking thing, and here it is. So you know, in um, Star Wars, I'm gonna make a Star Wars reference. Here you go. Ready for this? This is a stretch. Does it have to do with uh, light and time? No. Or distance and time? Neither. It has to do <laughs> with Han Solo being kind of an ass. You know, when he's getting ready to go into the carbonite, she's like, I love you. And he's like, I know. I know. Because he's a pimp. <laughs> so, so this is the Desperado equivalent. Uh, uh, did I thank you? No, you didn't. Okay. I will. Because <laughs> he's a pimp. So, anyway, just like that, that part. Um... Or maybe the peep. He's a peep. Cool shot of what? Oh, um, so then so yeah, so we have that part, and then and then knives and things, and then we have the sex scene, and then they all know where he is. The bad guys show up, and we have this cool fight scene, and um, he he uh, he shoots a lot of people with a lot of guns and his his uh, his squirrel gun thing, and and then we get that cool moment on the top of the roof where he drops down the grenades. And uh, and we've all played Call of Duty. Grenades don't explode like that. Just saying. Oh no! There must have been like tanks of fuel, like mm. hiding in those trash cans when those things lit up. Because good gracious! Um, <clears> but <throat> but they liked that shot so much that they used it for the poster. You know, like I mean, I know IMDb's got the poster of him with that squirrel gun up to his face. But like most of the posters are of the flames. And him walking away in a... Yeah, he and, and Selma yeah. Hayek walking away like a bunch of just badasses that they are. Um, no, speaking of asses, uh, no. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm on IMDb, and it's got, you know, when you said, if you like this movie, you might also like Once Upon a Time in Mexico. And the, <laughs> the, 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 the poster is Banderas, Johnny Depp, and then Selma Hayek. But Selma Hayek is barely in the movie, because she's... Well, I'm not going to say why she's not in the movie. Um... But she's barely in the movie. That's weird. Interesting. Yeah, it is weird. Whatever. It also has 
El Mariachi, Dawn of the Dead. Oh no, Dust Till Dawn. I'm using the wrong name. It's from Dust Till Dawn. That's the ter- that's the movie. Okay, I was like, I've seen Dust Till Dawn. Yeah, Dust Till Dawn. Okay. So you've <laughs> seen Dust? Dust? Yeah, you've seen. Have you well, you were saying that. I was like, that sounds like Dust Till Dawn. Yeah, it's but... Dust Till Dawn. Okay. I keep saying the wrong movie. I'm sorry. And then Planet yeah. Terror, Machete, and then The Mask of Zorro. Cool. Which, by the way, uh, I, I like that movie as well. Uh, it may come up later on in the episode. Just saying. Oh. Um, just saying. So then we get El, uh, El Bucho, and he gets all pissed off. And so I already played the clip, but he says things like this. You drive around town. You see someone you don't know, you shoot them. How hard is that, huh? But my favorite moment in the movie, we've already kind of passed it in our timeline here. And I had to do some serious editing on this, by the way. But I wanted to play it because it made me laugh. Um, Corny, you and I both love Bad Boys 2, right? <laughs> um, it's, it, it has a special... What's his name, Reggie? Yeah, yeah. Besides that scene. <laughs> and Chad and Sam, I, I don't know. Have you guys seen Bad Boys 2? I, nope. I maybe. I'm not 100% sure. Okay. There's, there's a moment in that movie where I actually reference on multiple occasions quite frequently... And there's a scene where the drug dealer, he's got this attic. He's, he's living in this mansion. And in the attic, he keeps all of his cash. And he probably has, what, Corny, you say, like $11 million in cash. Oh, easily. Easily. Yeah. Maybe way more. It doesn't matter. Millions of dollars in cash. Okay. And he has rats up there that are eating the money. Uh-huh. And so he says this. He says, I have rats eating my money. He says, this is a stupid effing problem. But it is a problem. And so I use that reference, like, oh, I don't, I don't use the, don't drop the F-bomb. But I use that reference all the time because, like, in your workplace, I'm sure you have this all the time. Like, you're trying to do a simple task, and you have this <laughs> stupid problem in front of you, but it's a problem you have to confront. Yeah. So I make that reference all the time. So this is that scene, this, this moment I'm about to play is that for this movie, okay? Again, I had to do some editing. Uh, yes. What's the number to the phone in my car? Number. It's in your car, boss. <laughs> what is the no! number to the phone in my car? So there you go. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> you like my I'm glad you mentioned Bad Boys too because um, that guy could have been Johnny Tapia's father. It could have been, yeah. Oh my gosh! Like there is so there's so many things I saw. Like that whole scene, I thought that looks familiar. Mama, he killed himself. Yeah. Oh, oh it's very unfortunate. Yeah. Yes, I know. Yeah, we'll send flowers to his mom. Yeah. Um, no, you're right. He, he's, it's the same guy. I bet you, in fact, um, they, um, uh, Michael Bay said, hey, uh, bad guy, Mexican bad guy, go watch <laughs> that Mexican bad guy in um, Desperado. I want you to just be him. Because he, he's that bad guy that kills. They wear even white clothes. They do that. Yeah, they uh, all wear all. Yeah, they both both wear all white clothes. That's so weird. And, and they shoot their help all the time. Yeah, like why would you work for that guy? And that's one of the things I, I was I was thinking about. You know, why in the world would you continue to be around somebody like that? Yeah, just you know, he can't be paying all that well. Is it the health benefits? I mean, like, what's <laughs> happening? You know, like, <laughs> oh, you know, Joe was like, yeah, I hope it's, I hope it's like, not the health benefits. Like, do the guys uh, go see. home at the end of the night <laughs> with their wives and their kids? And she's like, how was work today? Well, Jose and uh, Pablo got shot today. Why? <laughs> well, he was trying to make a point that we weren't doing a good enough job, so they both got shot. 
But I think tomorrow's going to be a... One of them sneezed in the middle of a movie, yeah. and uh, well, it didn't go well from there. Yeah, but tomorrow's going to be a good day for me. I'm sure of it. You know, like, I, what, I mean, obviously, when when you're a, a minion of a bad guy, you, you don't have a high career path. But I just, I always, I always in my mind as I'm watching these these moments in movies, I keep thinking to myself, how did you get here? At what point in your life were you growing up and your parents are taking care of you and you're going to school in Mexican Detroit. In Mexican Detroit. Detroit yeah. And you're like, I'm going to go to Mexican Detroit University. I'm going to be a doctor. Um, MDU. That goes to the hotel. <laughs> MDU, is that what you said? MDU. MDU. Nice. <laughs> I'm going to go there and I'm going to get, I'm going to be a doctor. And then along the way, something bad happens and you end up working for Bucho. Like, I just, whatever. Bucho, I don't know. actually one of the career paths. Dr. Henchman. Dr. Henchman? Yeah. Soon to be dead Henchman. Yeah, and that guy with a mustache, I'm surprised he lasts as long as he did because he seemed like the most useless guy except to make that I don't know face because he made it like six times in the movie. Did you guys notice that? Yeah. You know, like he's like, hey, look, the sunroof's bulletproof, and he shoots it, and he makes the face. He's like, uh, he's like, where's where's the phone in my car? And he makes the face. Like He does it like six times in the movie. It makes me laugh. He just he looked like, uh, I don't know. He just he looked, he was a useless character, and I was I laughed when he got shot, like out loud, because he like I don't know who that guy is, and everybody peels away from him. <laughs> anyway, I just thought it was pretty funny. Actually, One of the problems being oh, go ahead, the I'm gringo sorry. in Detroit, Mexico. Mexican, oh yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah, the one white dude in uh yeah. What were you gonna say, Corny? I was gonna say um, that reminds me of um, I guess it's um. It's it, the movie with um, John Travolta, The Rock, Uma Thurman. Um, the Rock. Oh gosh, it's a maybe. I, I won't say get shorty, but that's doesn't sound right. I think it's oh, a oh, yeah. or maybe too cool, too cool. Too I think cool, is the yeah. name of that movie. Yeah, do not know that movie. I uh, I can't remember who does those movies, but he also did get shorty. Isn't it like a a sequel to Get Shorty? I think so, but I, I think that's the movie. I think you're I'm right. not 100 certain, but either way, the, the point is, is that the Andre uh, 2000 or 3000 from um, Be Cool. That's the movie. Be not cool, too cool. Yeah. Be cool. Um, the uh, Andre 3000's character, he's the he's that bad guy, or he, he's that henchman who always does something stupid. Right. <laughs> <laughs> He'll say something, and the the, the main bad guy's like, or Cedric uh, uh, the Entertainer is like, really. That's just no. That's not what we do it. And he, he carries a gun around and shoots things by accident and that kind of thing. So, did, did, did you guys have a? I, I did. I had a moment of like squinting pain when he pulls out that big because the gun. All the bad guys carried large guns. I don't know if you guys noticed that they all had this Desert Eagle, and he pulls it out of his number two's pants right, and he shoots <laughs> somebody. This is good. This is going south really. And fast. then he and then he puts the gun back in his pants, and I'm like, easy, bro. That gun, that barrel is hot. You know, like yes. And he just recently fired that thing. Like, careful, you're gonna blow off my bits, man. Um, no, you're right. The, the, the henchman that gets shot. That's that's a trope. I didn't put that in there, but the bad guy who shoots his henchman is a trope. I had something else I wanted to mention. I can't remember what it was. You were talking about be cool and the rock. Where was I gonna say? Harry Cattell's in that movie too. Nice. <laughs> so weird. Damn it. Could it have to do with some type of food uh, that maybe Dwayne Johnson may have been preparing? No. That <laughs> may have may have emitted a certain aroma that one what? might 
smell what the rock is cooking. <laughs> I didn't know where you're going with that. Oh I, my gosh. That was a long way to get there, get there, but I appreciate it. I really do. That's Thank awesome. You. Thank you. Uh yeah, easy with the big gun in the pants. I thought it was pretty funny. Um convenient they ma- Oh yeah, how so he, he calls his buddies up, right? And uh and it's funny cuz in the next movie he has he has two more buddies that also have ridiculous guitars. Um guitar cases and things. <laughs> but they just hey, just meet me in this town. And then they all show up in the same street where the bad guys just happened to show up. I thought that was a convenient... They have GPS. I guess. I mean, if I said, hey, guys, meet me in Gastonia, and then we all, just, we all just show up in downtown Gastonia where the bad guys happen to show up. It's just... And why did the bad guys know to shoot them? Oh, because their boss said, if you don't know them, just shoot them. Right. Okay. That actually, yeah. <laughs> the, rule, the rule applies. Yeah, I mean, it's a pretty easy rule to follow. I actually remember what I was going to say. So... Usually in movies like this, you have when you have the boss, you have a sub boss, right? You always yeah, have right. that sub boss who is really hard to beat, and he always weakens the hero so that makes his final triumph that much more impressive, right? Right. And then it's, an, it's a lot of those types of movies. It's part of the hero's journey, yep. right. right? So when we meet the kid, the young kid who's his brother's nephew's daughter's sister's what cousin, whatever he is, twice from former group, roommate, former roommate. And then, he, and then he gets his leg broken. I kept thinking, oh, so the other guy who's actually the second in command, he's going to get killed because um, Bucho is going to get pissed off. And he's going to shoot him, and he's going to be the sub boss. That's what I kept thinking, right? And he died <laughs> like a bitch. Did you guys notice that? He really did. He just climbed up on some roof. He didn't protect himself. He's shooting down, and then he just does this jump off of the building and Antonio like puts like six shots into him while he's falling, and I thought that your uh-huh. life led up to that moment. Like, <laughs> I, that was that was I was, and then when the actual quote unquote sub boss actually, he 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 get he was in a he was in the blown up car and he's like on fire and he's he's shooting at him in there when they're in that big jeep thing and then they just <laughs> run him over. Yeah, and, and I just all I could think of was like that was so anticlimactic. Like the scene itself was cool. I just kind of expected some kind of like <laughs> foot hand punching battle thing, you know, where something. It was a weird but I think you know the problem was hand to hand combat. It it cost too much to do that. I, it might have. Um, well, I think I, that was the problem. I, and actually, this actually gets into the trivia. The, there was actually the scene, you know, when he when Bucho threatens to kill Selma Hayek, and then Banderas pulls the guns out of his sleeves and starts shooting. <laughs> They yeah. actually filmed that whole scene where he actually survives, where he and her kill everyone in that compound. That's but yeah. they they made it too. It was it, it, it the censors said it's too violent. You, you know you're gonna have to cut back, and so when they cut back to the point that they were like, well now you can barely see what we filmed, so they just did a fadeaway. But that was actually supposed to be the big climactic moment. In the movie, they just and that's a part of my twenty five percent. I wish that they had done different, but that makes a lot more sense now. Yeah, like I said, they actually filmed it, um, and I think that would have actually—I don't know if it would have been cool or not. It would have been cool, obviously, but I think I—I kind of like the ending. He just mysteriously somehow survives all the other bullets and stuff. I mean, yeah, and no one could aim in this movie except him. And and the way he shot, by the way, like those pistols, like pew 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 pew, pew or whatever. Yeah, that's what I, in fact, I was saying that um, as I was watching, I was like pew 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 yeah. pew. 
Yeah, pew, I, pew. I, I don't. I don't think that's how you shoot guns. But anyway, <laughs> I mean, I've shot guns, and I, I don't think you could do that. Do it that way. I don't know, Chad. You shot at least not accurately. No. <laughs> no Nowhere near that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, did they really? <laughs> or are you just saying yeah. that? <laughs> so. There is a. They they proved that the best way to 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 fire up to shoot a handgun is you know kind of like what you see in the like, what the police do yeah yeah like like yeah. Like hips. yeah yeah exactly but it's cool watching him do it especially that, that that when he's taken out the bar at the beginning and he's just like shooting behind his back and through his legs and just <laughs> and killing people and they're like with automatic weapons. And he's doing this gag like, oh, I'm out of ammo. What do I do? Jump into the bar. You know, like he was standing there for five seconds and they had all these automatic weapons. I mean, if you're playing Call of Duty, you would be pissed oh, if you yes. missed that guy with all that. Um, anyway, um, was that it? The uh, Yeah. And then, yeah, that was it. That was my last uh, my, my last audio clip. So he gets out of there and there you go. Tropes. <laughs> Well, Bob, oh, before before you get to that, um, the uh, I throw the guitar and then I drive off in the sunset. Right. And then they, I go and back then and get the guitar. Reverse. Yeah, I thought yeah. that was kind of clever. I, I actually did too, because you're like, oh, he's going to give up this life of murder. It's also very irresponsible. Right, like what? Irresponsibly, if, you just leave that out yeah, for the, the middle to the, make up. Yeah, the kid with the guitar comes walking by after he gets out of the hospital and sees it. And it's like, oh, cool, a crotch gun. This will come in handy. <laughs> um. Although something tells me that would come in handy in Mexican Detroit. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you get some unsavory character and you got your hands tied and all of a sudden you whip that bad boy out. Yeah. Excuse me while I whip oh, this out. Ah! Uh, only, the only friend trope. He only has one friend and it's Steve Buscemi. So that's the sad state of affairs. But, I kind of want Steve Buscemi as a friend. I think he'd be a fun friend to have. I, I do too, but I don't want him to be my only pal. No, that'd be kind of creepy. Right. Exactly. It would also be really annoying, I think. Yeah, especially that. Hey, uh, what, are you, what are you doing? Huh? What, are you, yeah, that, what are you doing? That, that voice. Steve, Steve, leave me alone. Yeah. Like, uh, what, what, what are you doing? <laughs> I sure am glad I called that guy. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. That's an interesting, uh, interesting topic. If you could have one Hollywood actor to be your pal, yeah, who would you have as your pal? The Rock. Really, The Rock? <laughs> Absolutely. I don't oh, think no. so. I think I would have like such an inferior. Like I would be so like, um, what is the get smart saying in, in the movie? I'm so sexually threatened right now, or something like. Yeah. He's such a large dude. <laughs> he's, he's so threatening, or you know, I'm sure he's a nice guy. I'm, I'm sure he's the first of all. He's the rock, so I'm not going to worry about ever fighting anybody. Uh, number two, uh, I can eat as much as I want because then I'll just be the fat guy, and everybody expects that. So I'm completely okay with that. But he, uh, number three, have you if seen I can't he get eats? up, he can pick me up. Well, this is a win for everything. I guess. But 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 if you you know end up between him and like say a wall <laughs> <laughs> or a hard place, uh, uh, no, then then you're in then you're in between a rock and a hard place. Yeah, I like that. Uh, uh, Huh? Or to uh, steal from Sean Connery, you're are you stuck you're stuck between the rock and a hard case. You're stuck between the rock and a hard place. Yeah. Welcome to the rock. Hard hard case. Hard, hard case. case. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's oh, the sorry. line from the movie. That's forgotten. Uh girl is so hot she causes traffic accidents and then cell phone this is our cell phone solves all problems again thing. Yeah. If he just knew his number to the car phone, they wouldn't <laughs> have had to kill Danny Trejo. Well, in his in his defense, how many times do you have to call your own phone? That's true. 
Um, Especially when you're in a circumstance like him. Right. And, you know, and this is 95. I mean, gosh. I mean, cell phones were... Were huge. Yeah. I mean, like he said, it was his car phone because it was attached to the car. It's not right. Like he, I mean, we had a car phone. Right. We... I mean, we it did. was a big bag in 95. Right, exactly. Um, we were too poor, apparently. Oh. Um, Which was only for use for in, in case of emergencies. Pretty much, yeah. Or like, drug purchases. Or, you know, naturally. Um, yeah, did you guys have any other tropes in this movie? I was, I I, we, we came up with one during the, the, our conversation here, but I couldn't huh? remember what the other ones, uh, if we had any other ones. I can't think of a trope, but uh, Chad might uh, appreciate this. Chad, did you get a sense that... Um, uh, El, Mar- El Mariachi, uh, it's kind of like uh, uh, Spike from uh, Cowboy Bebop. Huh? Yeah. Uh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Just kind of a lone gunman kind of a thing, but... Yeah. You know, dodges bullets at crazy times, can jump up, you know. But he doesn't know Kung Fu. Um, he doesn't have... Because the Bebop is his... Um, his his love affair, you know, like he loves the ship. Um, Molly, stop! <laughs> I was like, what is going on? <laughs> what is going on? She's digging the dog, up. Sam. She's digging herself up the bed over there. Okay. Um, <laughs> sorry, it was just a weird sound over the radio over the Skype. Um, uh, yeah, I mean a little bit, I guess. Um, I don't know, whatever. He he is kind of that thing. He's just but he's your typical revenge stereotype, though, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. What other? I'm, I'm trying to think of other revenge movies. Payback is a good revenge movie with Mel Gibson. We should have done that as our top three revenge movies. Yeah, revenge movies. Yeah, that would have been probably better than what the list is going to be. Yeah, because I think we're all going to have about the same stuff. Pretty much. Um, I'm trying to think of some other good revenge movies. What do you guys think? Can you think of any good? Braveheart movies? was a revenge movie. Yeah, Braveheart was a revenge. The movie. Patriot. The yep, yeah, Patriot the Patriot. Was. Well, um, uh, Independence Gladi- Day. No, it wasn't. Stop it. Gladiator. <laughs> Independence. Day. How is Independence Day not a revenge movie? It's not a revenge movie. It's an. They avenge. blew up the White House. Yeah, they're avenging. It's like saying the Avengers is a revenge movie because they attacked New York. They're not out for revenge. They are avenging. The What's the way. difference? Here's a big... <laughs> oh He's got a good point. Revenge and avenging. Okay. You're avenging some. You're avenging. Your 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 death will be avenged. Right. But, but, I will but, get revenge on you for killing my friend. Right. But I guess the, the the concept to me is is that, and maybe I'm thinking about it wrong. And I guess Chad is taking up Sam's mantle this week. Um, <laughs> is, oh no 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 no. Is no, no. To, to me revenge is 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 personal because someone made it personal. You killed my dad. You like Kung Fu. The series was a revenge story because he's trying to find the man who killed his brother. Like that's to me, that's what that's about. Uh, You know, independence day is not about just getting revenge. It's about survival. It's about, you know, ridding this planet of this species so that we could survive. You know, that's not what payback is about. It's not like kill bill. Kill Bill is exactly, Kill Bill is definitely a revenge movie. Um, Yeah. uh, The Crow. uh, Yeah. Spawn. Yeah. The Punisher. Oh, yeah. Yeah. His his whole story arc is is about revenge, is is going out and killing 
you know, Danny or um, John Travolta. How about Man on Fire? Um, Denzel Washington. Yeah, but he's but no one dies. He's just out to get the girl. That's right. Okay, that's right. The girl. The girl ends up being. Yeah, but I, that's still a good movie. Though it's kind of hard to watch. Just the flashes and the camera work. Just anyway. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I don't know why I just this popped in my head, but I think today they announced that they're green lighting uh, Top Gun two. Just really. Yeah. And um, Tom Cruise is going to be the. Uh, he's going to be the Tom Skerritt archetype. He's going to be the guy in charge of. Uh, in charge of Top Gun. And then he's probably going to have to deal with some hot shot Shia LaBeouf <laughs> or something. I don't know who's oh. going to be the new Maverick. I hope not. And then he's, we're going to have these moments like, I was a hothead like you. you know, and then they're going to go running on the beach or something. I don't know. Um, Would you consider Gladiator a revenge film? I said that, yeah. You said Gladiator? Yeah. The, the whole point is so he can get back to kill Commodus. That's the whole point. Yeah. So that he could kill Commodus. Um. True Grit. Uh, yeah, girl. yeah, it's her revenge, a revenge yeah. story, so she can kill uh, James Brolin. Absolutely. God, that's a good movie. Yeah. I haven't seen that in a while. It is a good movie. Uh, if it's streaming, we should definitely watch that. Yeah. The new one or the old one? The new, new one. one. The old one, though, it won him an Oscar. Is is I actually watched it not too long ago. I didn't watch all of it. I watched probably ten minutes of it, and I couldn't because it's the tone is so different. You know, like yeah. they're all wearing like pastels and that weird thing that we thought what the old West was like <laughs> in the fifties and the scene when they're in, in the new one, Chad, have you seen the new one? Yeah. So when they're at the river, right. And <coughs> excuse me, Matt Damon like grabs her and starts beating her with a stick. And, Matt then, Damon. and then, uh, uh, old man McGillicuddy pulls a gun out and is like, you're going to leave her alone or whatever. And, and whatever, like that scene in, the old version was the moment that I watched. It's like she's over there, like singing a song, and like we're gonna go get the bad guy. Dur, dur, dur. And like there's like music is playing, and then the Matt Damon character is like, "You need to stop and settle down," and blah 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 blah. Like, and I'm I'm literally thinking like, <laughs> am I watching a Disney cartoon? It was so different that it, it was it was actually kind of painful to watch. So I had to turn it off. But I'm, I'm sure back then, though, I mean, there's a reason why it won an Oscar because. Uh, well, I think actually the reason why it won an Oscar because John Wayne was about to retire and they wanted to give him an Oscar. But anyway. Uh, what about Django Unchained? Yes, that's a great one. Yeah. Actually, that's actually yep. a really, really good one. And that and that has that, that trope where you want revenge and I will help you get revenge. Yeah. Corny, did you... Cor, Corny, I always ask you this question because you like to watch really bad films like I do. Did you ever watch that <laughs> Sinbad film... Um, where he was a cowboy. Who it was? Sinbad. <laughs> Sinbad oh, was a cowboy? Oh, that movie? Yes, I did. I can't remember what it was called, but he was a cowboy. Oh, 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 oh. And it had oh, Burt Reynolds damn in right. it. I watched that movie. It had Burt Reynolds um, in it. Um, the Cherokee Kid. The Cherokee Kid, yeah. Oh. That's a revenge story. <laughs> He's out to get revenge for the death of, death of his brother but then you find out at the end that the guy who quote unquote killed his brother is actually his brother and then they end up killing the other actual bad guy and the guy that plays his brother is that tap dancer dude that African that black uh, tap dancer guy I can't remember his name Gregory Hines I guess Sinbad Gregory Hines yeah 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 
That movie, I don't know why I watched that movie so many times. There's a funny moment, Sam, in this movie um, uh-huh. where um, uh, he's, he's being trained. He's having his training montage with Burt Reynolds, and he calls himself Otter Bob. <laughs> and he's like, why do you call yourself Otter Bob? And he says, well, it was a TV movie. I didn't know it was a TV movie. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> It was called. He called. He's like, I, I, and I killed two thousand otters in two days. Whoa! Yeah, he's like, <laughs> Buffalo Bill never killed himself. No two thousand buffalo. You know how easy it is to kill a buffalo? Things as big as a house. I killed two thousand otters in two days. So he calls him Otter Bob. I forgot Ernie Hudson was in that movie. Oh, oh it was Ernie Hudson. Yeah, Gregory Hines, hey, James Coburn. I, I guess I'll be your red one. Except I'm black. Black. Um, Vanessa, uh, Hal Williams, Burt Reynolds, yeah. Mark um, Pellegrino's in this. There's another funny moment where um, Burt Reynolds, they're, they're both, they're, both of them are drunk, right? And Burt Reynolds is telling the story how you're not a full, you're not a real cowboy until you kill your first bear with your bare hands. So Sinbad's like, I'm going to go get me a bear. And he's like, I was just joking. I had a gun. And he goes, he finds a bear and he kills it with his hands, bare hands. <laughs> he like chokes it to death or something. It's hilarious. This movie is so funny. Anyway, I don't know why I thought about that. How did we get there? I don't even remember. Revenge oh, movies. Oh, revenge, revenge movies. Yeah, yeah, that's a revenge movie. There you go. How about Revenge of the Nerds? Because uh, you know, Yeah, I guess so. But no one dies. They're revenging something. They are. They're just... I, that movie is interesting. I haven't seen it in so long, but like um, another podcast I listened to did that one, and they're like, what they do back to the against the jocks is significantly worse to what they did to them. <laughs> you know, like they rape a girl at one point and like a lot of these guys like get maimed or something. It's, you know, it's, it's funny in the movie, but anyway, there you go. Tropes. Yes. Revenge movies are awesome. We should have done that. Yep. Definitely. Uh, we ready to do trivia? Sure. Okay, great. What you got for us? Well, Some trivia. First, we're about to, <laughs> thank you, Corny. Well, first here comes a audible promo. Audible.com sponsored this, this show. Uh, and we thank them for it. Uh, you can download uh, a, a title for free, a book, totally for free. Go to audibletrial.com slash cheapseatreviews. This week, uh, you guys are going to give me grief on this one. But again, you know, my, my wife, um, you know, she's like, hey, you should do this book. So she recommended Divergent. Um, uh, I've not read the book. Um, but she has. If that's your cup of tea, fine. I haven't read it, but she liked it. Um, I did watch the movie. It's actually, for what it is, it's actually not bad. But she says the book is better, and I trust her. So, um, and maybe I'll be a good husband and download it and listen to it. I don't know. But you can do that totally for free, audibletrial.com slash cheapseatreviews, and uh, get you uh, Divergent, which is, um, you know, it's a book. Which is something Opie reads. Yes. Comic book connections. There are none. I couldn't find any. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I could find zero. Um, oh, and, and oh, what about the two stuntmen that were? Uh, yeah, in I there? didn't do all that. Okay, um, I did about the top top fifteen or twenty or so cast and the director. Um, I couldn't wow. find any, unless you want to call Spy Kids that, but I'm pretty sure that wasn't nope. a comic book. All right, let's see. You can go with. Uh, hmm. Yeah, or we can move on. Exactly, Star Trek <laughs> connections. Couldn't find any, so moving on. Trivia. Scenes with Steve Buscemi and Cheech Marine 
were had to be shot quickly because they could only afford to have them for seven days. Uh, Bushimi for seven and Cheech for six. The bathroom, seven days. The <laughs> <laughs> that was creepy. The bathroom scene before the second bar shootout was directed by Antonio Banderas. Robert Rodriguez said he doesn't like using second unit crews, and Banderas asked if he could direct the scene, so Rodriguez agreed. Um, good job, Banderas. Which is funny, because if you actually click on his IMDb credit, like, second unit director for this movie is like one of the top things that comes up. It's so funny. Due to the movie's relatively low budget... The same two stuntmen were used throughout the movie. (laughs) Jennifer Lopez tried out for the part of uh, Catalino or Carolino. I'm glad it didn't because I I, I would be honest with you. I think it would have made it much worse. I I don't really care. I think they're both kind of hot. I think Selma Hayek, though, at this time was probably a better actress than Jennifer Lopez is, but they're both hot, so I would have been perfectly fine with either one. Body count was 67. Um, what, what, did, I thought it was higher. Yeah, I would have been. Yeah, I guess. Huh. I mean, well, I guess when you shoot somebody eight times, each person eight times, it feels. Yeah, like he awesome. was a really bad uh, concentration kind of, of of ammo. Yeah, yeah, he and 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 did anybody notice on on Trejo? It, he, they hit him very strategically in his vest instead of his bare chest. Well, his death actually was supposed to be significantly more violent. Um, oh, I'm sorry. I lied. This movie cost seven million dollars and made thirty. Nice. Yeah. Success. Uh, well, yeah. Oh, it's still making money with Netflix. Uh, yeah, I was yeah. watching it. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm trying to find it. Yeah, the, the uh, yeah the MP. Uh, so like, the MPA gave this movie originally an NC-17 because. Um, because of all the death scenes. Like, um, this includes the death scene of the pickup guy and his friend at the bar and the death of Denny Trejo's character. Um, one of the reasons why they would, uh, let's see, the two additional scenes they deleted was the the, cro- the crotch gun um, uh, and the, oh yeah, the crotch gun goes off accidentally while Banderas is in bed with Selma Hayek blowing a hole through the guitar they had been playing. It's actually, nice. actually kind of funny, but I'm glad they took it out because that would have been silly. Um, but they actually did a different style of, um, you know how in most movies you have what they call uh, blood squibs. They're little packs that you wear on yeah. your clothes. And yeah, they, and it explodes. Yeah, yeah, someone hits a trigger and they explode out. In this movie, they decided to actually use blood bullets. They're little rubber-tipped bullets filled with the blood goo so that <laughs> when it hits, it actually has kind of a pretty violent feel to it. Yeah. Um, and and that's so that was one of the reasons that was also one of the reasons why they used the uh, they got an NT seventeen. Um, yes. All right. There you go. Well, there's that's that's cool. that's kind of it, right? That's kind of the movie. Um, yeah. Anything else we want to add? Talk about? Mention? Before we do our top three? No. Uh, no. I think I'm good. Yeah. Um, okay. My computer just went to sleep. Hopefully the recording won't stop. Oh, darn it. This is great radio. Hopefully, it will still be good radio. <laughs> yep, there it is. Still. Great. All right, here we go. Top, top three. Our top three. We chose Antonio Banderas movies, which, again, I think we should have gone with Revenge Movies. Anyway, top three, Corny Go. Oh, wait, what? <laughs> this is unexpected. Oh, um, Aha. okay. 
Uh, okay. Um, well, I'm going to go with, uh, I hate, again, I hate to do the, uh, um, Molly, 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 stop digging. Gotcha. She can dig it. Just can dig we, it. Can we come you back to you, Corny? Okay. No. Um, so I'm going to go with, um, 13th warrior. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to do his voice acting as poos, poos in boots. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, I, I'm going to have to do it, but, uh, this movie, Desperado. Hey, I'm okay with that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Chad. Um, I'm going to have to do with uh, uh, his voice acting as Boots and Boots. Right. Um, I like the 13th Warrior. Right. And uh, I'm going to have to go with uh, the Mask of Zorro. <laughs> right. Okay. Sam, you got a different <laughs> list? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> yeah. My, yeah. My order uh, is different, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much... All the Shrek movies he's in. Yeah. Puss in Boots, I am actually at number one because that really is a fun little movie. It's it got really a good is. Story. Yeah. So, the 13th Warrior, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, mean. yeah. Shrek, Mask of Zorro, 13th Warrior. There you go. Congratulations. Yeah. There you go. Um, he's that's in so it. many other movies. <laughs> he's in a lot of other movies, but. I haven't seen him. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, what was that? That. Like he's done, but there's also some movies that he's done that are just, they're just real bad. Yeah. You know, like <sighs> mom's new boyfriend. Um, the bad door we haven't seen yet. Right. I think he no. was in that. I think somebody else mentioned that Pierce Brosnan was good in that movie. Uh, yes. I've heard that as well, but that. Yes. Um, yeah. Like, I'm going through back through his his listing here. Obviously, he did a lot of Mexican stuff before he came here. Um, Baton Rouge, not to be confused with the Moulin Rouge. Uh, <laughs> the Mambo Kings. Like, I mean, I just never heard of some of this stuff. Philadelphia, you know, you know guy in the background. And then he does Desperado, uh, Assassins, um, The Mask of Zorro, 13th Warrior, which were year one after each other and then he does like spy kids maybe that's how we got spy kids because rodriguez was was directing probably he spy kids to ballistic x versus sever that was terrible it was a terrible movie oh yeah time in mexico and then shrek 2 and then that's just kind of when the legend of zorro is real bad and then he does the shrek and my the other man like so he just truth be told once he did the first shrek movie or shrek 2 like, that's kind of all he's gone done, really. And then he does The Expendables 3 because he's pals with everybody. Oh, he was in a Machete <laughs> Kills as El Camaleon 4. Okay. And then he's in The 33, not to be confused with 33 Diaz. Anyway. And then SpongeBob movie, Sponge Out of Water. He Burger <laughs> Beard. Yeah. I'm totally going to watch this. Yes, I'm sure you are. Uh, so he's had a fine career, but you know, whatever. Ta out of uh, emails, right? That's the next thing. Our, our, sure. Our out of emails. Uh, let's see. I'll give this. Uh, yeah, emails. Three so, replies out of ten. So we have once again an email from the angry Scotsman. Oh dear. So this apparently is becoming a thing, um, and it might be a more permanent thing. We're gonna we're gonna talk about it. So. You ready for this? It's kind of long. Uh, again, I can't really do the accent, so I'll just read it normally. Ready? Evening wankers. It is I, the angry Scotsman, and again, I'm a, I'm a tad bit cross with you lads. 
after your last episode, I have, on your recommendation, watched this comedy, Happy Gilmore Girls. And I'm really quite puzzled. (laughs) And I'm really quite, again, this is all caps, so I just assume he's yelling at us. And I'm really quite puzzled as to what the bloody hell you're talking about. Now, as a Scotsman, I happen to be an expert golfer, and those annoying twats don't know well, the I first. Think you can say that on me. Oh well, <laughs> uh, the annoying don't know the first thing about golf, nor do they even mention it whilst they discuss their periods and eating ice cream. I must say, the younger of the two lassies is quite the looker, but they both speak way too quickly for my drunk ass to understand. Bottom line. I think you should probably do a wee bit more research before your next review. By the way, speaking of Desperado, what a fine filmy film that is. It teaches valuable life lessons like prime, <laughs> prime uh, it teaches valuable life lessons. Prime example, I I now keep my beer and a knife in my bagpipe case just for when I go into a pub. And you know, listening to those gents talk about my beer that tastes like piss. Well, that really just hits right at home, doesn't it? It reminds me of my college roommate I once had from the States that kept mason jars full of lighter fluid in our freezer. Uh, Also, you might be unaware that the 45-minute long joke in the bar actually did happen here in Scotland. It's the only country in the world where pissing all over other people in a bar really is just proper behavior. Once again, you're doing a damn decent job. Now I've got to get back to more important things like drinking my dinner and browsing the old YouTube for more naked scenes of Selma Hayek. Cheerio. <laughs> well, thank you, Angry Scotsman. Oh, we're... Um, <laughs> really need to find him. I actually, I did, I actually emailed him back, and uh, he might make a more permanent um, part of the show. I think that would actually be kind of interesting to hear an Angry Scotsman come on the show once a week and rant for about 30 seconds of, I don't care, um, something. <laughs> Oh boy! Yeah. Oh dear. Yeah. So thank you, angry Scots. Yes, thank you. Because uh, if it's not Scottish, it's crap. Um, out of ten, what would we give this movie out of ten? Right, we're to that point. I think so. Yeah, we've been recording way too long at this point. Um, corny. Out of ten, how many um, throwing knives to the face would you give this? We've gone out of order twice now. <laughs> that just just won't cut it. Um, Wait. Oh, is it supposed what? to be Chad first? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, we've done Chad first for I'm like a sorry. year. I'm sorry. I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> Chad. What's going on here? Uh, this is what happens when I'm not reading my script. Chad. Yeah. Show notes. Show notes. Show notes. Chad. Uh, <laughs> Show notes the return. What? What? <laughs> how many? Um, I'll give you that then. How many knife uh, throws to the face would you give this? Uh, I want to give it... Uh... I'm going to give it seven knife throws to the face, even though nobody ever got hit in the face with a knife. It's probably because it would be too expensive to film. Yeah. That would be. Right. Um, uh, 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 Corny, now that it's your turn, my, my apologies, Corny. Jeez. Learn, it's learn, all right, Learn to improv, okay? This is, this is live radio. <laughs> um, uh, how many – I don't want to do the beer thing again. Let's see. What do we want to do? Um how many? Here we go. Just for you. How many uh, Selma Hayek naked scenes would you give this? That's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> On the one hand, uh, uh, yes. Um, I, I, I got. I'll give it the uh, 
seven really awkward positions out of ten. <laughs> yeah, nice. some of those positions just didn't look natural. Like, uh, it's a cool shot, but I don't think that's how it works. Uh, so that's okay. not how this works. That's not how any of this works. Yeah. Yes. Thank you, uh, Allstate Commercial, or whatever you are. Uh, Sam. <laughs> I will give this <laughs> six guitars out of ten. Okay. First of all, I, we, I, if we're gonna if you're gonna start doing sound effects, we need to get yes. a way better way for you to do that than putting <laughs> your phone up to the microphone because it sounds like shit. <laughs> we are cheap seat reviews, but come on. <laughs> uh, by, by the way, uh, Sam, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna mute you. You're killing me. <laughs> <laughs> so, by the way, Sam, you, you, the, the six should have been, I give it six because six. I need no more strings on my guitar. There you go. Yes. <laughs> I like how Sam just whispers. That's that's his Mexican accent. He just that is whispers. my Mexican accent. Yes. I whisper in a hushed voice. <laughs> anyway, I, I, would, I personally would give this movie... Um, uh, eight <clears throat> burning cigarettes to the flesh. Wow, you like it? That I much? really did. I can go watch it again. Hey, Chad, he likes it. He, he really, really likes, likes it. it. Um, I I could go watch this movie right now and have just a good time and laugh at the same things that I laughed at. I'll still laugh at Steve Buscemi saying things like uh, "world class turds," um, things like that. I I still <laughs> laugh when Tarantino gets shot to the face. Uh, uh, I still laugh at that nasty bathroom that he has to walk through. Um, How does it even end up like that? I'm pretty sure nope, that's all nope, just... Nope, I don't want to know. Yeah, just paint and set. I hope that's not an actual bathroom. How awful would that be? You know, like, all right. They're just, they just you know, go he walked in, he saw that, and th- you, know, you know what he said? Man, this place is awful. No shit. <laughs> Thank you, Corny, for that insight. Um, so yes. There you go. That's our movie. Yep. What are we doing next week? We are doing... We are doing very wonderful things. Looks like we'll be doing Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl. Cool. All right. I like to call it The Curse of the Pearl. You know, screw them. <laughs> Why it got to be black? <laughs> Thank you, Corny. That was great. Um... We haven't done this in a while, and I want to get back into doing this, so I'm going to put it right now. Again, this is live radio. Who is the who is tonight's winner? We oh. did this at the beginning of the show series, and I'm going to do it again. Tonight's winner, I say, is Chad. Um, okay. Wait, who who came up with Mexican Detroit? That was me. Oh, then you're the yes. winner tonight. Yay! I mean! Sam, you... No, wait, 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 wait. Wait, 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 uh, wait, wait, wait we have, no. We have a no-Sam winning policy, so... Yeah. Chad wins uh, by default. By default. <laughs> I win! Uh, I think you won. You don't think I'm I really gonna, should have learned that. Hope I, don't want to, I hope you don't want to offend anybody by having Mexican Detroit as the, uh, <laughs> as the uh, name of this movie. I think you'd be only, we're only offending people from Detroit. <laughs> okay. Well, so, if you're from Detroit, I think that's a very low 
percentage uh, of our one star uh, reviews on iTunes from people from Detroit. Um, yeah. Perfect. Yeah. There you go. Curse the Black Pearl. Um, I was reminded recently, as in tonight by my wife, that we have someone requested the Breakfast Club and we have still uh, not done it yet. So oh. it, I think we need to live. It, it's coming up. Um, folks, I'm looking at our movie list. We, we actually got some pretty interesting things happening. Um, if you have a request, please, even the angry Scotsman can put in a request. Uh, if yeah. you have any requests, uh, let us know. G- uh, Not involving Sean Connery. Cheap seat reviews at gmail.com. <laughs> oh, wait a minute there, sure. Uh, but coming up, we've got you know, we got Pirates of the Caribbean. We've got Footloose, the bacon version. Um, <laughs> um, Sky Captain in the World of Tomorrow. Reservoir Dogs. Big Trouble in Little China. The Breakfast Clubs. Uh, I didn't do that. Uh, Silence of the Lambs. Turner that sounds Hooch, delicious. I want it. Right? Uh, Shooter, The Usual Suspects. We've got some good stuff coming up, so stay yes, tuned sir. next few so weeks. So where was Poultrygeist on this list? Poultrygeist. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. Thank you, Corny. You need to add that right this second. It's – all right, here we go. Poultrygeist. Perfect. Oh, um, don't, Yeah, don't, don't move something. Anyway, there you go. That's our show. Thank you very much for listening. We appreciate it. Um, Where's Steve? Uh, Steve is there. He was hiding in a corner. Um, <laughs> Why is he not playing uh, Spanish guitar? This is a. I yes, I'll, I'll, I'll ask Steve to record a mariachi <laughs> version of this, just for this episode. Um, thanks goes out to Steve. Yeah, for our yep. intro and outro music, you're the best, pal. We appreciate it. Check him out, steveeverett.net. He's all over the place. I have no idea where he is right now. Leave us reviews on iTunes. You can check us out on iTunes, Stitcher. Um, check out our website, CheapSeatReviews.com. Uh, we're going to be uploading some photos and stuff, uh, videos of our ice bucket challenge, things like that. Um, I haven't seen anybody post to our Facebook page that they did the ice bucket challenge. So if you're listening and you haven't done it yet, shame on you. Um, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash CheapSeatReviews. Follow us on Twitter at CheapSeatCast. Please send us your emails to CheapSeatReviews at gmail.com. On behalf of, uh, yeah, so yeah, so on behalf of uh, Chad, I'll go in order, Chad, Corny Sam, this is Sean saying goodnight, and remember, don't drink the beer because they piss in it.